TalkLine Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community. What are we gonna do with our children? What are we gonna do to show we care? How are we gonna be there for our children when they feel that life has just not been that fair? Good evening and welcome back to Masks Weekly Radio Show on Family Matters. Masks, mothers and fathers aligned. Saving kids, kids of all ages and all stages for all mental health issues, including addiction, eating disorders, school issues, whatever issue you may be struggling with, feel free to call the Mass Confidential Helpline at 718-758-0400. I will repeat the number. You may want to write it down for yourself, a loved one, your neighbor, or maybe someone you would sit next to in shul usually. Maybe they need a referral for an inpatient or outpatient rehab, a yeshiva liaison. Please give us a call. We have parent support groups by Zoom for now. So give us a call again, 718 718- Seven five eight zero four zero zero. I'd like to thank and welcome Lawrence Moeller, who's the senior director of programs at the NEDA organization, which is National Eating Disorders Association. And my friend and my colleague Laura has been at this organization since 2011. She's run the helpline services. She facilitated the expansion of treatment provider database and a live chat, the Facebook support option, and it continues to grow the programs, all the prevention strategies, the ongoing support for individuals, families at risk, that are affected by eating disorder through NIDA's helpline. It's all because of Lauren's capabilities, talent, and I want to welcome you on tonight. Thank you, Lauren, for making the time during Pesach for being on tonight with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful to speak with you, and I want to get right to it. We're during Pesach. We just finished three days, long holiday, lots of meals, three meals a day for those that eat breakfast too, cake, coffee, whatever it may be. And people are, you know, overwhelmed with all the meals and all the eating. There are some that, you know, joke about it and say, oh, I have an eating disorder. And then there are those that truly do have an eating disorder. So let's 
first offer the definition of what is or what are eating disorders, please, for my listeners. Sure. So eating disorders really are very serious but treatable um, mental illnesses that can affect people, um, you know, kind of across the spectrum of all different types of backgrounds and ages, um, ethnicities. And they're really about um, someone's relationship with food and body image and how that affects their ability to go through their life. So how was your Passover, Lauren, with all the meals, preparing them, setting up for them, serving them, eating them, cleaning up for them. Have you been enjoying your Passover? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a great time to be able to, um, you know, take a step back and and really uh, have an opportunity to focus on on food and on everything that's going on uh, without being distracted by everything else going on in life. Absolutely. There's so much anxiety and tension and stress. It's a good break from no Zooming school during the holidays. So let's discuss the different types of eating disorders, please. Sure. So there are a number of different types of eating disorders. I think the most common one that most people have heard of is anorexia nervosa. Uh, we know that one's really, uh, people know that as the, the eating disorder uh, that has probably the, the biggest stereotype that people think that there is a look often. Um, it's characterized by restricting food. And so often people do assume that you can kind of recognize somebody that might be struggling. So I do, I think it's also important to note that you really can't people of any um, different size or, or way they can look of any kind of health um, can be struggling. And then another really common one is bulimia nervosa. Bulimia is characterized by um, sort of the cycle of binge eating and then some type of purging mechanism, some type of way of eliminating the food um, from one's body. And that can look a number of different ways. It can look like overexercise. It can look like using laxatives. Sometimes there is vomiting involved. Um, sometimes there's a combination, but it's really characterized by that relationship of uh, consuming a large amount of food, binge eating food um, in a short amount of time, and then followed by some kind of behavior that's designed to get rid of the food. And we also have uh, binge eating disorder, which is uh, similar in the sense that there is also that really that feeling of um, feeling out of control and consuming a large amount of food in a short amount of time, but often does not necessarily have a compensatory measure after. So there's not something that's necessarily following that's explicitly designed to get rid of the food. However, there's usually a large amount of guilt followed by that. Sometimes there's a period of restriction following that behavior as well. Um, and there's some other varieties too that I think are a little less well known. Uh, one is avoidant restrictive food intake disorder. And that's a little bit of a newer type of eating disorder that people have recently started discussing. Uh, sometimes it's referred to as selective eating disorders. When I explain this to folks, a lot of times I'll describe it as sort of clinical picky eating. It's, it's not typical picky eating. This is something that is really beyond someone's choice to not choose certain foods. Um, and so it can look a lot like anorexia, um, but it's not really focused on, on body image quite the same way as some of these other uh, eating disorders are. It's really about not being able to uh, consume certain foods from, from a, in, a, in a different way. 
And then we have some of the general categories. There's other specified feeding or eating disorders too. So that's really important to note too, because that's sort of uh, another diagnosis that's really significant and really serious, but isn't talked about. And that may be when somebody is struggling from someone of a combination of some of these other behaviors. So they may not meet exactly their criteria for some of the other ones we just talked about, uh, but it's really serious and absolutely deserving of care. So I'm just wondering in general, I know by mask our helpline uh, with COVID-19 and we've been home and the Zooming and parents are home working from home, kids are Zooming from home. How have eating disorders been impacted by the COVID? Uh, I know on our hotline, it's more than we had in 24 years of masks. And over 111,000 families this year has been very many more with eating disorders. How has it been by NIDA? We've seen similar uh, really high rates of people who are, are reaching out for support. We've seen a 40% increase overall the last year consistently um, from our helpline traffic. So people are reaching out either for the first time or reaching out again for additional support um, in a volume that we really have not seen before. Yeah, and, uh, and the truth is um, teenagers especially, they can't get out of the house the whole year. They're being restricted. They can't, you know, mix with friends. And eating disorder is what, you know, known to be as a control. I mean, I'd like you to speak about uh, some of the signs that you may, um, a family member can see a loved one experiencing so that they are, you know, know to be concerned. I know with control as one of the signs, a lack of, and these teenagers have really been experiencing, you know, such a hard time this year not being able to be with their friends. So, Let's, let's talk about the concerns and the signs, please. Yeah, I think what you've touched on is all um, true. We have certainly seen this increase. And a lot of that, you know, control or feeling like you're out of control is a huge risk factor for eating disorders and other mental health issues as well, but certainly contributes to uh, increasing someone's, someone's risk of engaging in behaviors. When you're looking for kind of warning signs, a lot of times it's really drastic changes in, or even subtle changes, but in, in the relationship that someone's having with food or with their body image. If you're seeing that suddenly they're more preoccupied with what they're consuming, or they've had rapid changes in weight in one direction or another, or they're suddenly dieting, um, those are all really signs that there might be something going on there and they may need some additional support from a professional that really specializes in eating disorders. There can be some other warning signs that uh, really depend on a particular individual and how per how progressive the eating disorder has been already, whether it's been going on for a while or how severe it is, and that will be different from person to person. Uh, but there are a number of physical symptoms as well, dizziness, um, trouble concentrating, uh, feeling cold all the time. Sometimes people have dental problems or uh, may have uh, like 
digestive issues. So those are all some signs that there can be something that's going on that's not quite right. You know, one of the questions, Lauren, we get on the helpline at mask a lot is parents ask, is an eating disorder considered an addiction? So it's a tough question. Uh, generally, no, we, you know, it's hard to, because when you think of addictions, a lot of times it's a substance that you can then take away, right? And eating disorders are, are complicated because it's about something you have to have. You have to have food. And so the relationship um, that one may have with uh, an eating disorder um, is certainly really unhealthy and really challenging, but it's not quite an addiction in the sense that the body is dependent on any any one substance other than food, which they absolutely need to survive. Yes, absolutely. And parents don't always find out about the eating disorder early on. And by the time, you know, one realizes it could be further along, which sometimes really is a big issue because they start losing weight and parents think, oh, my teenager, she wants to look good, she wants to get married, the young lady, whatever the reason is, and they're not realizing that they may be binging, they may be purging, they may be, you know, restrictive with their food intake. So what do you say to parents um, from the, you know, by NIDA, uh, how they can help you know, when they're concerned about a loved one experiencing an eating disorder when they realize. Yeah, it's really tough. I think it's important to note that it's generally not going to be uh, anyone's real fault if the eating disorder has started and been around for quite a while. These things sometimes do um, suddenly come up and, and take a while to uh, become a parent. Eating disorders by nature are very secretive and there's a lot of shame associated with them, unfortunately, although there should be no shame in getting help. And so that can make it really challenging to identify if someone is struggling with an eating disorder. And so if there is a concern that a child or yourself or another loved one is struggling, uh, having a conversation about what you're observing and the concerns you have and encouraging them to get help from somebody who specializes in eating disorders is generally what we recommend. Another great thing to do is if you're really not sure how to have that conversation is to uh, check out our website. We have a guide of how to talk to a loved one. We also can provide support on our helpline uh, directly to parents or loved ones who are trying to start that conversation. Uh, about what tools they can use and what options they have available to be able to support their loved one. Thank you. So let's give out the needs of information, please. Where do they go? Sure. So a great place to get started is our website, National Eating Disorders, with an S at the end, .org. And if you want to go straight to the helpline, we do have a number of ways to get in touch. You can call directly and have a conversation with a trained volunteer. We also have chat and texting available. So you can find all of those resources at nationaleatingdisorders.org forward slash helpline. You can also call 800-931-2237 or text that number as well. So let's go back to, um, you know, a mom hears the daughter vomiting in the bathroom after meals 
and realizes her daughter may be in trouble. Uh, so the mom's first reaction is, oh, you need to eat, you need to eat, you need to eat. Uh, and even if somebody is not eating and has an eating disorder, what give us a little language about that new parent within facing a new situation regarding eating disorders to their yeah. loved one. I think it's great to uh, be aware that it's it can be really hard to know. The really important thing to consider is that eating disorders aren't a choice. So I, I think it's very common for people to want to say, just eat, just eat, and feel like that can fix it. But certainly what kind of makes this an eating disorder is that this is not a choice. People are not choosing to engage in these behaviors because they want to. Uh, and they really are struggling from something a lot more severe and in need of professional help. So having a non-judgmental conversation uh, with your loved one about what you're observing and the concerns that you have and allowing them to process that and encouraging them when they're ready to get help from a professional is really what we're going to recommend. And and recognizing that a lot of times it, it's really not a good idea to suggest um, tips, recognizing that eating disorders are so complicated and so individualized. So one thing that might have helped one person may, may not be helpful for somebody else and couldn't in fact be harmful for them. And that's one of the reasons that we really stress that when possible, getting help uh, from a professional who has specialty in eating disorders is a really important step. Thank you. Again, we have with us Lauren Smoller. She is a senior director of programs at the National Eating Disorder Edition. Um, Lauren, you really started from the bottom, worked yourself up and really created wonderful programs at NIDA and continue to create prevention strategies and uh, initiatives and partnerships. Let's talk about what was and what is with some of the unique challenges that the Jewish from community faces related to eating disorders. Years ago when you started, it really wasn't so out there. You know, people didn't want to speak about it. So can you take us from what was and how it is today different, please? Sure. I think there's definitely been a lot of progress in our community for knowledge of eating disorders. To your point, when I got started, there was some very initial conversations about issues that were going on in the Jewish community but not a whole lot of knowledge. And certainly in the last uh, few years, parents have in particular, it's been really a pleasure to see them take initiative and in wanting to do what they can to prevent eating disorders and recognizing really early warning signs of diet culture or behaviors that are concerning in their children before it gets to be a point of concern and reaching out to find out what they can be doing to be able to help with that. And that's been really inspiring to see that there's so much more awareness now that eating disorders are a problem and that there may be things that we can do to take steps to reduce the risk of our community getting eating disorders. But there's also still some stumbling blocks. Parents are concerned their daughters may not get married if they have an eating disorder, they're frightened. Um, Let's talk a little bit about that, please. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that 
there has been a lot of improvement in people's awareness of eating disorders, but it's certainly not talked about enough. And there's certainly not enough information of people recognizing how severe eating disorders are, unfortunately, how common eating disorders are, and how it is affecting our community specifically. You did mention that there is a lot of pressure, uh, in particular when, you're, when dating, uh, for looking a certain way, and that there can be pressure from Shadchanim and from other places to actually conform to certain appearances, and that there's encouragement with disordered eating behaviors to be able to achieve that with the pressure that you might not uh, find a match if you have not done everything you can to make yourself uh, match worthy, really. Um, so that is certainly an issue. And then, you know, we're just getting done with a three day Yentif. And I think that that is something really important to bring up too. that. It can be really quite hard for people to navigate um, when you're dealing with a culture that really is surrounded by food and has days and days of lots of food being consumed. And for somebody who's already at risk for struggling or has had all of these messages uh, that can be really confusing about their relationship with food, it can be really hard to tackle. Absolutely. And we have three more days coming up. So it's uh, a lot of food out there and a lot of struggles. For some, they're happy. They could tolerate the food. And for others, it's really a big struggle. So be respectful to those that are struggling with eating disorders. And like Lauren says, don't push them to eat. Work with the professionals. Pick up the phone. Dial Nita. They'll give you, you know, some new language and ideas that you can have communication, better skills to work with your loved one. So let's, just in case somebody came on late and didn't hear, let's talk one more, you know, time about where to seek help, please. Sure. So if you're not sure where to start, uh, I always recommend contacting the NIDA helpline. You can get all of our contact information at nationaleatingdisorders.org forward slash helpline. And that will direct you to all of the different places to contact us. You can also call or text one 800 931-2237. Thank you. Well, Lauren, it's a painful uh, journey for so many once they do have a full-blown eating disorder. And uh, both parents and their loved ones, uh, you know, it's a struggle. And for some, it goes on and their weight goes down to very low numbers. And it, it could be deadly. Can you just give us a, a little understanding of how important it is that there be an MD involved in the treatment when dealing with eating disorders, please? Yeah, that's a great point. It is really important to have a medical team involved, in particular when the disorder has reached the point that it may be affecting one's physical health. Having a comprehensive care team is so crucial to the success of eating disorders. And I would really just stress that, you know, finding treatment um, from professionals who have that specialty is really the key. They can connect you with other options uh, in your area and they hopefully we'll be working together yes. uh, to be able to take care of the issue. And I do also want to stress that recovery is absolutely possible. 
So that is something that's really important to note too, is that if somebody is struggling, there is hope out there and absolutely can uh, see success with the right treatment options and the right support and how, you know, with the right family support and the right professional support, recovery is possible. And I want to emphasize what Lauren just mentioned about hope. Yes, recovery is possible, but parents, family members need to work with professionals that do get specific training for eating disorders. Don't just go to a coach. Don't just go to a regular therapist. Don't ignore the real signs of eating disorders. Let's make sure we get you to somebody that is trained professionally, good credentials with eating disorders, and that you have a medical team to uh, be a part of the treatment plan. So, Lauren, I want to thank you so, so much for making the time during the Cholamayim so that we can speak about such an important topic. And we will continue to speak about it and have programs in the community so that we get the you know, awareness out there and break the stigma around eating disorders. So thank you, Lauren and Nida, for being on tonight. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Have a good night. Thank you. And I want to wish everyone, we're going back into Shabbos and Yontif, have a very beautiful Yontif, a very good evening, a wonderful Shabbos. And always remember, hang in, hold on. And for now, virtually, I guess we're still virtually, hug tight. Tonight's show is in memory of Rivka Bas. Yisrael. Please go on to massparents.org, make a donation, however small or large that you can, so that we can continue doing the work that Mass does and be available for all these families that are struggling with mental health issues and addictions and eating disorders. Thank you and have a good night. Do you own a long-term care policy and want to figure out your benefits and how to qualify? Our insurance advisor and broker, Mark Schwartz of Schwartz & Associates, LLC, would be happy to speak with you with respect to the policy you currently own so that he could apprise you as to the benefits that you currently are afforded. In addition, we offer free advice on the best assisted living options for your family through assisted living advisors. If you need home care options, we work with the top agencies within the tri-state area that your LTC policy can help pay for. Need help with power of attorney or health care proxy? We can schedule you with a free initial call with a seasoned elder care attorney. Call 888-LTC-POLICY. That's 888-LTC-POLICY for all your senior care needs. We are here to help. Call now for a free consultation. Hello, everybody. This is Rabbi Yaakov Rahimi. I'm here to invite you to enjoy my new show, Be'ezrat Hashem, Real Jewish Talk, every Monday night from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. on WSNR, 6.20 a.m., a talk line show where people could call up and ask any questions on any Jewish topic. We're here to connect, speak truth, common sense, get closer and closer to God each and every single week. Please join me from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. every Monday night, 6.20 a.m. You will love the show. We will grow together in spirituality. 
Have you been diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, Hashimoto's, or colitis? Are medications not working or causing side effects? Dr. Raphael Kelman, an internist and pioneer in holistic functional medicine, finds the root causes of these problems and heals them using natural treatment methods. His approach has reversed diseases in thousands of patients, and he can help you too. Call the Kelman Wellness Center at 833-MD-HELP-ME for more information about how Dr. Kelman can help you feel your best. That's 833-MD-HELP-ME. Learn more about the Kelman Wellness Center at kelmancenter.com. The phone number again, 833-MD-HELP-ME. That's 833-MD-HELP-ME. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. For a limited time, you can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for the lowest price ever. Regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. MyPillow is patented and adjusts to any sleep position. It's washable and dryable, comes with a 10-year warranty, and 100% made in the USA. I'm also giving you deep discounts on all my MyPillow products, including my bed sheets, mattress toppers, and bath towels. That's $29.98 for a queen-size premium MyPillow and deep discounts on all my MyPillow products. Not only are you getting the lowest prices ever, but they're going to make the best gifts ever. Buy now and I'll extend my 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. I use my pillow, and you can use them to get a great night's sleep. Just use promo code TALKLINE by calling 800-975-5892. Again, that's 1-800-975-5892. My pillow. Great gifts. Great for you and your family. Are you interested in hosting your own radio show and podcast, or perhaps a TV program? Talkline Network can help you get on the air from one hour weekly to 24 hours a day. Ideal for ethnic, foreign language, medical, business, and religious broadcasting. We also have full-time radio stations for lease, as well as FMHD channels. For more information, please call 212-769-1925. That's 212-769-1925. Or email zevrenner at gmail.com. <laughs> 